Green Street Radio is a production of Grassroots Environmental Education. Learn more about us and our programs at www.grassrootsinfo.org or follow us on Facebook at Grassroots Info and on Twitter at Grassroots E-N-V-E-D. Welcome to Green Street, a project of Grassroots Environmental Education. I'm your host, Patty Wood, here with my co-host, Doug. On this edition of Green Street, we're going to be talking about smart meters and why they may not be so smart after all. Utility companies are quietly placing smart meters in neighborhoods all over the country, and there's a lot of concern among health experts about the unintended effects these new wireless devices may be having on us and our families, not to mention the privacy issues these devices raise. So is there a smart meter on your house or apartment? Should you be concerned about it? Josh Hart is the director of StopSmartMeters.org, an organization fighting the forced deployment of wireless utility meters that harm health, violate civil liberties, and endanger public safety. He completed his master's degree in transportation planning at the University of the West of England and has worked in the energy industry as an urban planner, an environmental advocate, and freelance journalist. Here's our interview with Josh. Okay, Josh, so let's start uh, for the sake of our audience. Tell us what is a smart meter? Well, uh, a smart meter is uh, an electronic device that many utilities, electric, gas, water utilities around uh, the U.S. and, and many, many other countries are deploying on people's homes and businesses as part of the so-called smart grid. And, uh, you know, the answer to your first question, are smart meters a, a good idea? You know, we would say, uh, no, they're very, very, very stupid idea, and they've, uh, they've uh, cost know, human lives, they've cost uh, health, they've co- cost our privacy, uh, and cost a great deal of money as well. So, so how, is this, how is the smart meter different from the analog meter? I mean, everybody's familiar with the, you know, that round analog meter that sits on the outside of their home. Well, in terms of an electric meter, the analog meters, are, you know, have these typically a spinning disc. Mm-hmm. They're the old trustworthy, you know, meters that have uh, measured our electricity more or less accurately for, you know, in some cases, one meter can last 80 to 100 years. Um, smart meters are, uh, have not proven themselves to be as accurate. There have been problems with uh, mix-up mix of the transmission data. Uh, you know, there's been problems with electrical surges, shorts, uh, fires, health problems um, from the radiation, which we'll talk about. Um, but, uh, you know, analogs are simply uh, meters that read uh, your electricity usage. Smart meters can do a lot more um, and, and are designed to do a lot more, most to the, to the benefit of the utility at the, at the cost uh, of the consumer. What, what, what kind of benefit? I mean, why, why are the power companies so, uh, so interested in these smart meters? What is it that's the big attraction for them? Well, you know, money, and co- money first of all, uh, profits off of, off of our bills uh, and uh, control over the, over the system, I think. You know, the, the utilities are selling smart meters to, to consumers and saying, you know, look, you have no option. This is mandatory, which it, it's not. Uh, there's no law that says you have to have this device, you know, emitting carcinogenic radiation um, on your home or business. There's just no law. And, and the utilities in many cases have, have uh, run roughshod over individual rights uh, and installed these against people's will, um, uh, you know, all over the country. Uh, the, the utilities want to be able to charge based on uh, a time-of-use pattern. So if, you, if there's electricity demand is high at 2 in the afternoon, they want to be able to charge more for that and suppress demand. Um, and they're, they're, they're making a, a, a number of sweeping environmental claims about this, but when you, when you look at 
the facts. Um, there are no independent studies that show a, re- a reduction in, in uh, energy usage because of the smart grid. There are enormous embedded costs uh, required to, first of all, build all these smart meters, not to mention keep them running uh, for, for years and years because um, they do consume energy, unlike the old analog meters. Uh, you know, they're uh, to building extensive uh, 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 you know, data storage facilities, um, and then the analysis of the data. Of course, Th- these are these are very um, serious energy costs, and the, and the smart grid has already consumed a great deal more energy, which has shown what the utilities' claims uh, have been to re- really be false and inflated. Yeah. So when you actually read a smart meter, you don't have to. You're, you're not in your car. Um, driving down the street and getting out and, and going off to read the meter. It's all just automatically sent by wire, through wireless technology. Well, there's different types of smart meter systems. The, the kind that are being deployed in Northern California, Pacific Gas and Electric Territory, are what's called AMI. Um, and those are, uh, that involves basically a mesh network of constantly pinging um, pulses of microwave radiation from each meter. The meters all chat to, them, to each other, you know, and then the, the, the signal goes to a collector antenna and then onto a, a Verizon uh, cell tower where it's, where it's sent back to the utility. And, and all that data uh, is, is sent wirelessly. It's accessible, you know, to p- potential you know, hackers or, or thieves. They can see when you're home. And, and there's a tremendous amount of private data um, that is contained within those pulses and those, you know, um, second-by-second energy, energy readings. Wow. This is so interesting. This is more than this is more than I, than than <sighs> I, than I uh, I thought we were going to get here tonight. Um, okay, so um, so smart meters can be programmed so they don't all pulse continuously. Is that correct? Because that they claim that you know that yeah. There's there's a lot of claims flying around. Uh, the, util- the utilities will typically say, oh, the meters are very low radiation. They only pulse for 45 seconds uh, a day. And if you look if you t- if you take that apart. Um, you know, the, the meters actually, it's sort of like saying, uh, you know, a, a, a strobe light um, is, is much less um, uh, intense than a candle uh, in terms of the light it, it emits if you average it out. And that's what the utilities are basically saying. Um, you know, these are, these are essentially strobe light cell phones. They're sending out pulses of microwave radiation. They've been making a, a ton of people sick. I mean, there have been t- more than 10,000 health complaints submitted to the California Public Utilities Commission following the, the, the smart meter installations. Um, you know, 56 local governments, cities, and counties have demanded a halt to the program um, because of all these, these, these concerns. So there's a, a major public backlash. Um, out in New York, they're not installing a whole bunch of these things, so I, I understand it's been a bit m- more muted, but uh, it, it has been... Um, you know, a real public uprising in a lot of these states where they've been deploying California, Hawaii, Illinois. There have been multiple arrests. There have been, you know, grandmothers getting arrested, um, sitting in front of deployment trucks. So, um, Sounds great. We haven't had a lot of, you know, mainstream national media coverage. And, no, uh, I've ve- almost, almost nothing. I mean, I, I did hear that Maine was um, was opposed to them, but not because of the 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 wireless or the microwave radiation exposure, but because that this was an invasion on people's privacy and um, you know and they were being forced to do something. Yeah, that's one of the interesting things about the, this campaign, and it, it has you know grown serious roots in this country. There's a lot, there's probably more than a hundred you know grassroots organizations fighting smart meter deployment around the country, and uh, 
you know, it's really an extraordinary coming together, and and a lot of websites out there on this um, on this on this very urgent issue. So people, you know, need, basically need to understand that they have a right to refuse these these devices on their homes. Um, that if if uh, if there is a smart meter put on your home against your um, specific permission, uh, then you know it's going to be transmitting very detailed uh, information. You know, the utility will be able to know how many people are at your home, what time you wake up in the morning, um, what time you go to bed. Um, you know, potentially with what they're trying to do, with where the technology is taking us, uh, wireless devices uh, embedded in your refrigerator and your washing machine will be communicating with the smart meter. And, uh, you know, one example is if, if uh, you might say, well, who cares if the utility, you know, has uh, information about when I make a cup of tea. But on the other hand, uh, if there was a radio frequency ID chip um, embedded in the Ben & Jerry's pint of ice cream that you are taking out of the fridge at 3 a.m., you know, um, that kind of information sent back to the utility and, and, and sent on to third parties is very valuable to you know, your health insurance company who's going to potentially set your, um, your premium based on what kind of healthy lifestyle you lead. And if there's evidence... Okay, now I, I've, heard about, I've heard about... Yeah, I do get the idea. And, I, and you know what? It, it, it sounds a little bit crazy, but it's, it's, probably, it's probably very real. I mean, when you look at what's going on in the world today, but I thought that just the appliances were, were going to be embedded with these chips so that, um, uh, you know, so that your, you know, your refrigerator and your washing machine and so on were all, um, were all you know, talking to... Um, talking to the meter, then of course talking to the uh, you know the data collectors and and everybody else out there. And what would be the what would be the advantage? How how are they selling this technology to the manufacturers of refrigerators and uh, and and dishwashers? Well, it's kind of like you know home of the future. It's like this you know Jetsons type thing where you you're on your smartphone and you can you know on your way to work check what your what temperature your refrigerator is and turn on off your air conditioning and you know, all this stuff. But what you end up having is this, envir- this living environment that they're imposing on people. You know, there was never really any consultation about any of this. And uh, you have a situation where people are being subjected to, um, you know, an ex- extraordinary number of new sources of radio frequency uh, microwave radiation. And, you know, our cell phones, our smartphones, our, you know, smart meters, Wi-Fi, all this stuff, it, you know, it's cumulative. And um, the World Health Organization, of course, came out last May with a declaration that, uh, you know, cell phone radiation, that all wireless radiation is basically a class 2B carcinogen. Right, um, a prob- probable human carcinogen. R- possible. Or human possible human, human car- sorry, A lot yes. of scientists wanting it to be probable, wanting to be, you know, stronger than that, um, mm-hmm. based on the, the evidence of, of brain tumors and cell mm-hmm. phone users. So, um, so let me ask you another question about um, about having a, a combination. I mean, how difficult is it for the utilities then, if if you know, let's say, uh, you know, a, a small percentage of their of their customers who are knowledgeable and who do not want this on their homes. Let's say it's uh, even five percent or ten percent. So this kind of mixes things up for them. So they've got to have people who are going to go out and read their analog meters, and then they've got the rest of it coming through on these these wireless transmitters. Um, is this it's going to cost the utility more money? Are they going to charge people to keep their analog meters well, because the, they're going to claim yeah. that it's going to cost them more and it's a, it's a real headache to, uh, to keep reading these? Well, in many places, people are already paying for the cost of the smart meter and the smart grid, which is in, you know, in the billions in most states. Um, so people's utility bills have already in, increased for the you know, last several years to pay for this. 
Um, yet there's been really no consultation on, on, on why or whether to do it at all. Um, and, you know, now that they're deploying it, there's this huge backlash. Uh, and and the, the technology is really being questioned. You know, we were mm-hmm. in a different financial position uh, three or four years ago than we are today. Um, there's other priorities. Uh, you know, um, a lot of environmental groups that were initially supportive are, are backing off. Um, what are so they doing with all these analog meters, Josh? Are they throwing them away? They're taking them off your house, these meters that are going to last, that can last for 80 to 100 years, filling well, up our landfills with these perfectly you know, good... It's disgusting. It's like my grandmother used to say, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and you know, our system wasn't broken. It was, it was solid state, and they've introduced, you know, these plastic cheap gizmos. Um, I don't know what, where, where they've sent all the analogs. I hear that they're reconditioning them and selling them you know, abroad. I'm sure if there's any money to be, to be made out of it, they, they will. But we need those analogs here at home, and we need to put a stop to the smart grid. Um, it is really only benefiting a small group of utility company shareholders, and eventually not even them because of all the lawsuits that will be coming out of the, um, the, the damage to people's health. I mean, we've got people on the run, living in their cars, professionals like you and me, uh, suddenly living in their cars because of, um, you know, they get sensitive, they get injured by smart meter radiation. And these are very powerful pulses, and all of a sudden they find that they cannot be around cell phones, Wi-Fi. They can't, essentially can't, you know, live mm-hmm. in the modern world yeah. that we've created. So it's it's a it's a it's a really a symbol of you know the fact that our society does not know how to relate to technology. We don't have the the systems to talk uh, and decide on sensible policy when it comes to different technologies and. Smart meter uh, debacle is just the latest uh, example of that. You're listening to Green Street on WBAI, and we're talking with uh, Josh Hart. Josh is the director of Smart Meters. StopSmartMeters.org. I'm sorry. We've both done that now. StopSmartMeters.org. Uh, you can go to his website, and there's a lot of research and a lot of information there. I was on there taking a look this afternoon. It's really fascinating. Josh, you mentioned that people have the right to refuse. Talk a little bit about how that plays out. I mean, how would you, first of all, how would you know if the uh, if the utility had put a smart meter on your house? I mean, don't they try to, uh, aren't they kind of putting these on uh, kind of quietly, not making a big fuss about it? They are, and it's, it's, it's really chilling the way that many utilities are going about it. Um, you know, P, PG&E uh, started installing about three years ago in California, and there were early stories of, you know, installers uh, climbing fences, installing in the middle of the night, waiting for people to leave. You know, to, to install the, the smart meter. So, so they knew they knew right. They knew from the get go that there was this was going to be a problem for them. That there was going to be some backlash. Oh yeah, this. they were. You know, they were wargaming us. They were sending in spies to infiltrate our, um, our 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 online chat groups. And this is these are private groups. Um, and this is the head of the PG&E smart meter program. PG&E is the, the biggest utility in the in the, in the country. And, you know, the head of their smart meter program basically lied about his identity, um, you know, sent around our private emails to various members of, and, and there's a proceeding at the Public Utilities Commission about this right now. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I think, I think that the, the people's individual situations manifest in different ways. Some people live in, uh, uh, you know, apartment complexes where the meters are all in one room and not even accessible to them. Some people are in a separated house and dwelling, and they can, you know, sort of lock their fence or control access to their property. Um, some people, their meters are inside, and they, they can, you know, um, keep them out. So, but, you know, but can't the utility just say, well, fine, if you don't want a smart meter, we'll turn your electricity off? Well, they can, and, and they have in some, circum- some circumstances, um, but this is, this is an ongoing legal dispute, and it's, it's, you know, the utilities are being challenged from uh, a number of different fronts, 
on on whether their 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 um, um, right of passage onto a, 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 a person's property in easement, pa- you know, includes the right to install a device that emits carcinogenic radiation. And I mean, mm-hmm. if you took that mm-hmm. logic yep. that far, they could put a nuclear power plant on the side of your house, and you could do anything. When of Ooh. course that's not true. Um, the, the the homeowner, the landowner, the resident does have some discretion. Right. And we, be- we believe and maintain that people have a right to refuse because there's no law that says that this is required. Yeah, but now, th- and you know, there's been a number of different cases of abuse by the utility about how they're, they're overcoming and intimidating people, but people need to resist. Okay, so, so how do you address the, um, the, the current situation in our society today where schools are, quote-unquote, upgrading, modernizing their... Um, their technology and putting Wi-Fi transmitters in in schools, not just in the libraries now, but in the classrooms, and literally just you know creating wireless schools, wireless institutions, and yet we're gonna that we're expecting them to, or perhaps you know complain about a um, a smart meter on the on the side of the building. I mean, people don't really understand the risks involved here. And could you just talk about the the difference in in radiation um, as you know, if compare these two things: a, a Wi-Fi transmitter um, in a room, and then with a smart meter outside the uh, the house on the wall. Well, there's different ways of uh, of analyzing the, the strength of of, of uh, wireless devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, one analysis by um, a man named Dan Hirsch, who's a lecturer in um, Nuclear policy at the University of California uh, pegged the smart meter at, at being about a hundred times the cumulative exposure. In other words, if you lived in a room with a smart meter going off, and then if you're a typical cell phone user, and he me- he measured it as about a hun- being a hundred times the cumulative whole body exposure um, th- than a cell phone. So the smart meter is is you know very powerful. You know, one another estimate said it was about living within a 500 feet of a major cell tower. Um, so it's, it's, it's not which is stronger necessarily, it's cumulative effects. So if you're already exposed to a smartphone and Wi-Fi and a cordless phone, and then the, 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 the smart meter goes on the side of your house, they may, you know, it may push, push your body past its uh, right. biological past its, yeah. defenses it's and, exactly. and result in some serious uh, effects. So we've, we've been seeing thousands and thousands. Of and that happens, and it, and it happens almost instantaneously, doesn't it? Once the body gets to that, to that tipping point. Um, yeah, you, yeah. You know that people have been injured by smart meters, and 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 this carries over to other sources of you know electromagnetic radiation in the 900 megahertz range or 2.4 gigahertz. Um, this is what your microwave oven does, and you know I think you know I spoke, speaking to a pediatrician the other day, and she's treated multiple um, autistic uh, patients, kids, you know, and including one boy who's never said a word. Um, they took him to the countryside. You know, she's just like, well, I want you to try something. Just take take him out of the countryside turn off all your wireless devices, just hang out for a couple of days. And he was, like, speaking whole sentences by the time, you know, um, they got back. And this is just one of a number of cases. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a really seriously dangerous blindness that is developed in a society where we're not, uh, we're not looking at the science about, about wireless technology. And we're instead relying on government agencies and, and the industry and, you know, following each other over this cliff. And well, you know, the... the, the, the Future impacts are potentially very, very serious in terms of uh, damage to DNA, breaches in the blood-brain barrier, autism, cancer. You know, it, it really is uh, not not smart to be putting ourselves at risk as the 
studies keep coming in, you know, in a positive way. There, there is harm going on. People are being harmed by this. It's, you know, but it, it's one of these problems where the the um, the public is afraid of science, or most of the public is afraid of science. It's stuff they don't understand, so they just want to rely on government agencies who are run by quote-unquote scientists. And, you know, they're going to make those decisions for them, and they're going to trust them because, you know, they don't have the ability to do that. Um, and it's another problem that um, that I, I find with this is that you can't see it. You can't That's see it. That's true. I mean, some of the biggest environmental and health threats, you know, the 21st century, car- carbon dioxide and uh, microwave radiation and, and ionizing radiation. Not sure, ionizing radiation, exactly. out of this and, you know, the... Even x-rays. There. Uh, and, Josh, I want to go back. We were, we were talking about, and I, th- I think I interrupted you, I had asked you about the right to refuse and whether or not these opt-out um, programs were being embraced by the utilities. Uh, are, are they are they making it clear now to people? And do you think going forward, utility companies that are b- thinking about smart meters will make it part of their program to make to let people know they can opt out, or is it still a very much an underground issue? Well, no, it's 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 more than that. You know, we have about nine states now that have opt outs, but I want to say from the outset that an opt out policy is absolutely insufficient to deal with the threat that the smart grid poses. Um, we need to have a full on moratorium, a ban on federal funding. Um, people need to absolutely refuse these, these meters um, pending further investigations. There have been multiple fires. It's hard to think about an aspect of the smart meter program that's gone right, to be honest. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, what we need is a, a total ban. That's what, you know, many of the, of the local governments in California have enacted, have passed laws actually prohibiting these meters and have police departments ready to back that up. So it, it really is, uh, you know, people do have a choice. Uh, you know, we're, we say we're not, you know, we're not opting out. We're ref- refusing to opt in. Yeah. And yeah. and the most important thing is, you know, education. And uh, if people stand together and are educated and, and refuse the utilities, um, these are the places that still don't have smart meters and that have held out against the utilities, uh, and are are better off for it. You know, we're getting a lot of a lot of complaints of people who are who are really um, getting sickened from wireless technology. You know, these four G tower goes in down the street, and then the smart meter goes in, and yeah. Uh, it just, you know, breaks the straw that broke the camel's back in a lot of cases. Right, right. or a DAS system on their uh, on their That's telephone right. pole outside right. their house. Um, if uh, if you would like more information, you can um, you can log on to stopsmartmeters.org and read um, everything that Josh has uh, put up on his site. Uh, about uh, this deployment, this forced deployment of wireless utility meters uh, or smart meters um, that violate civil liberties and endanger public safety and harm our health, especially our children. Uh, We talk a lot about why children are uniquely vulnerable, and this uh, particular type of environmental exposure is no exception. Um, So I I found that fascinating. I got chills when you told me about that family took their child with autism out to the country where there were um, no exposures at all for several days, and um, he responded in that way. And that's what we're urging people to do. I mean, some, you know, I didn't realize that I, you know, I was electrosensitive uh, until, you know, you really get out of the the city. And and I was like, why am I, you know, feeling so horrible? (laughs) You know? Yeah. And then I I got out, went backpacking in the wilderness for a couple days. I was like, oh, that's, you know, I feel great again. So a lot of people... A lot of things are gradual. We don't realize that they're necessarily happening, but um, you know, people do need to get out and to, to compare what it can be and to defend those areas that are you know, uh, not 
uh, completely burdened with with this with yeah. this uh, you know 4G pulsing microwave technology. Yeah. One one more question for you: Are you optimistic about winning this battle? Eventually, I you know I, I, it's, it's inevitable that we'll win. It's you know it, the, the harm is becoming too obvious to conceal. Uh, I, I think that it may take um, a long time, and, and you know with the tobacco issue, with the asbestos issue. There was a tremendous amount of denial and, and uh, inertia in the system, but eventually we, you know, in, in a lot of cases we prevailed. The, the public policy is, is, is changed in terms of tobacco, and I think you know we're going to get to a point, probably in the not too distant future, where there's you know uh, a smartphone and non-smartphone areas of restaurants. You know, I think yeah, the I know. Social norms are going to change around. This yeah, period, I mean, yeah. Um, right now I, I said to Doug we were in Boston not too not too long ago for our daughter's wedding and we were walking along the streets and there was one cafe after another after another that said free Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi, re- free Wi-Fi, and I thought you know what it's not going to be long before they flip that it's going to say Wi-Fi free, Wi-Fi free, Actually, Wi-Fi one free. In San Francisco, it says on the front Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi. Yay, Good. great. So it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. You've been listening to Green Street, and our guest has been Josh Hart, director of StopSmartMeters.org. And that's about it for this edition of Green Street. Thanks for listening. Green Street Radio is a production of Grassroots Environmental Education. Learn more about us and our programs at www.grassrootsinfo.org or follow us on Facebook at Grassroots Info and on Twitter at Grassroots E-N-V-E-D.